an Englishman in San Diego. At Silicon Valley Comic Con 2018. Hi, this is Dan Beer. I'm here at Silicon Valley Comic Con 2018 with Matt Hawkins, the President and Chief Operating Officer of Top Cow Productions. Can I talk about some of the stuff they have going on right now and some of the stuff they're showing off the show? So, Matt, last night you had given me the copy of Postal Mark, which I read, and I really liked it. It seems like it's a spin-off of Postal. Can you tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah, Postal was uh, initially conceived as a 25-issue arc, and Brian Hill and I, when we sat down and first started developing out that arc, we, we said, here's the beginning, here's the end, let's figure out the middle. Um, the first volume of Postal I actually developed as a uh, TV pilot, and then so volume one is, in essence, a TV pilot that I wrote that we've converted to comics. Um, at, at the end of that, we realized that the fan base was pretty mm-hmm. rabid, so we decided to do two one-shots to sort of epilogue the regular series that we had done, season one. And now we've decided to do a second season, which will probably be out sometime in 2019. We're developing it now. We don't have an artist yet because the artist on season one uh, is doing Catwoman now. We, we, we had a commitment with him through issue 25. He did issue one through issue 25. Postal Mark and Postal Laura were done by two different artists. Um, and uh, so it's essentially about a small town in Eden, Wyoming, where people pay a fee to get a new identity as, as a criminal. You basically pay a fee, you go there, there are surgeons there that give you a new face, there are bankers there that will launder your money, there are people there that will um, help you, and you sort of go there and you relax, and six months, nine months later, you get reinserted into society as a new person. You guys also relaunched or rebooted Cyberforce. How have the fans been taking to that? Uh, it's been good so far. I mean, it's only been a week or two, so uh, we haven't had a tremendous amount of feedback. Uh, it's weird in comics, we get more feedback now from the trades than we do from the individual issues. So it's like, it's so much more feedback uh, after the volume one comes out. But um, most of the long-run fans have told me how much they appreciate how faithful we've been to the original concept, kind of flushed it out. And uh, people seem to be responding to Atelier Rojo, the artist, who I worked with on several other projects, The Samaritan and uh, Ninth Generation. So uh, it's exciting to work with him, and I chose him because he's very fast. Now, could you sum up the qualities and make up a Top Cow book in three words? What would those be? Oh, my God. There, there you go. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, three words. Uh, Wow, that's uh, I, I, no one's ever asked me that before. Um, sum up top cow comic. What sums up a top cow comic in three words? Not spandex and capes. There you go. <laughs> that's true. Now, uh, to me, it's because Mark Silvestri owns top cow. It's it's art driven. But uh, I think now we so it's it's art driven stories. So the stories matter, but it's always art driven because that's always been sort of the philosophy. There you go. Art driven stories. You know, Mark Silvestri. Uh, you know, as an artist. Uh, Top Cow, I think, is one of the few companies that's still sort of owned and run by uh, creative people. You know, uh, Mark's an artist, I'm a writer. Mark's a writer. You know, I mean, I know Jim Lee works at DC, but he doesn't own it, you know. And so, I, you know, I don't know how many other companies are out there still that are run by pure creative people. Now, with multimedia deals, franchise developments, and that lucrative Netflix, Amazon Prime adaptation seemingly being the end goal for some creators, can you see a place for comic, a comics publisher to produce comics in, as the end product in 2018? Yeah, that's really all we do. I mean, we don't really, uh, you know, I, I do comics all the time that I, I know won't make a good film or TV series, but we do it anyway just because we, we love the stuff. I mean, there's always interest in our material, and uh, like we were talking about right before, people option this stuff and develop it all the time. Sometimes it goes nowhere, but, uh, you know, almost everything we do we think of as comics. You know, I mean, it's just kind of stuff, this is what we like to do. I, I kind of gave up on film and TV years ago. Not gave up completely, but... I don't pursue it anymore. For me, I, I make my living. I've done it for 25 years, publishing and writing and selling comic books. And that's uh, what I continue to do until I retire. 
Now, standing out in the marketplace is incredibly difficult in 2018 with some new publishers producing work by, by their big names in comics and even then struggling to make an impression. How does Top Cow differentiate itself from the herd? Um, I think for us, we, uh, you know, we're so aggressive on the convention circuit. Uh, we sell a lot of books direct and we sell a lot of books, uh, you know, in 19, like 99, 2000, hundred percent of our sales were 32 page comics. I would guesstimate, I haven't done the math, but less than 20% of our net sales annually now are from 32 page comics. And so much now it's about trade paperbacks, international publishing. Most of our books are published in uh, at least eight or nine different languages. That's why I do all these international conventions to go out and promote it. Symmetry is a book that did, it did fair in the United States, but we have uh, you know, publishing deals in a number of different countries around the world. So, um, and that helps us because it's a significant revenue source that most of these other startup publishers don't have. Because we've, we've been sort of, uh, and the reason for that is because they've been publishing a lot of our books for 25 years. Now, besides the books we already talked about, po- the Postal Mark series and Postal Laura series, I believe you said, yeah. um, and the Cyber Force reboot, what other books do you have coming up? Uh, I'm working on a book called Swing that I just finished. I'm not working on it, it's done. There's a book called Swing, which is a spinoff of our popular Sunstone series which is a, a romance fiction, which is a new field for me. I co-wrote it with my wife. Linda Sedgwick actually did the art. And Stephen Sedgwick, who did uh, Sunstone, helped me kind of develop the original story with his wife. So it was kind of a group project. And uh, romance fiction was a new new area for me. So um, that was an interesting foray. But that book should be out in about a month. Uh, I'm doing a new project called Stairway that was a Kickstarter that should be out in about four or five weeks. I need to wrap that book up next week. Uh, and that's another sort of science-based book. Um, the Clock, I'm working on with uh, Colleen Doran, which should be out sometime in 2019. And the rest of those are, are already done. And I've, I've got a book called Feral that I'm doing, which I haven't really even promoted or announced yet. But I, I, I've got 20 or 30 different projects I work on. <laughs> you, know, you know, I showed you my iPad. I mean, I've literally so much... I mean, these are... These are all things I'm working on. Oh, geez. So you've got quite... Yeah. It's a lot. So it's... it's uh, <laughs> and some of those will never go anywhere. You know what I mean? So it's like I, I've, I've got a, a rolling idea list and some of them get developed out. Sometimes we do a little bit of art to see what it'll look like. Uh, I, oh, I'm writing a new darkness book. I'm writing a darkness book that uh, we were still teaching out an artist for. That uh, Mark Sylvester and I are developing it out. I'm going to write it. And the artist is TBD. But um, that should be out late this year, early next year. And uh, I'm really excited about that, actually. Yeah. Now, I know you said you do some international cons. A lot of our viewers and readership is international. Where, what, where can they find you internationally the rest of the year? Uh, this year, I, I, I slimmed it back because I did like five last year, and it kind of killed me and my wife. So this year, I'm just doing uh, England. There's two shows in, uh, in the fall in the U.K., and they're a week apart, and I'm doing both of them. Um, and off the top of my head, I can't remember exactly what they're called, but there's, in October, there's two English shows that I will be doing. But in 2019, I'll be back at Middle East Comic Con. I'm going to do the uh, Athens Comic Con again. In 2020, I'm planning on going back to the Cape Town show. Thank you for uh, In 2019, I'm going to do both Erlang and Essen in Germany. And uh, I think I'm supposed to do Barcelona next year, too. So I went from doing five last year to two this year to six next year. Okay. So, so kind of, yeah, toned it down a little bit. Yeah. yeah before you wrap, wrap it up. Yeah. yeah. And what's the next con for Top Cow in the, in the States? Uh, Utah. Wasatch Comic Con in Salt Lake City. Okay. Uh, And that's in just two or three weeks. After that, I'm doing Orlando Mega Con, and then I'm doing another show called Three Rivers Comic Con in Pittsburgh. It's not in Pittsburgh, it's in rural Cranberry Township, Pennsylvania. That's about four hours 
west. I want to say east, but it's west of uh, Pittsburgh. Um, and uh, I do a lot of small shows because uh, I, I tend to do better there. I, I like the smaller shows better, personally. When I do a, when I do a small show, because I did a show a couple years ago at Lexington, Kentucky, and I was the only person that worked for a top 10 company that was there in publishing. A lot of comic book local heroes and stuff like that, but I was literally the only one there. And I did so well there. You know, like, I, I, you know, I, I don't, I'm maybe high B-list in the regular comic industry, which is fine. I'm, I know who I am and what I am. And I'm more of an executive than a creator, but people see me more as creative because they don't understand what I do as an executive. So, um, but, uh, you know, do what I do. And now where can people find Top Cow on the internet? Uh, TopCow.com is, is our home site. We just rebuilt it. So it's a new site that just came out a few months ago. So if you haven't been to the Top Cow website in a few years, uh, probably a good time to go because uh, we put up uh, like those 50 to 75 free books on there. You can go sample some stuff. Um, and a lot of information about creators, including Stephen Sage and, and some of the popular guys that work with us. Um, Port of Earth and Eclipse with Zach Kaplan is another guy uh, I sort of give, give a shot in the industry. Brian Hill is doing a lot of work with us. So we have a lot of creators we work with and different stuff like that. Linda Sedgick does her book, uh, Bloodstain, is doing the book Swing With Me. And uh, But you can find me, or, you know, Top Guy you can find on Twitter. Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, all these things. It's just Top Cow. You know, because we were able to grab all those early on. So if you want to go to Top Cow's page, just go to Facebook slash Top Cow. You'll go to Top Cow. I'm uh, on Facebook and stuff like that. If you go to any of these sites and put Matt Hawkins comic book, it'll all pop up. Um, on Facebook, it's me and some South African rugby player. So if you just put Matt Hawkins, you probably get the South African rugby player first, then me. Which was fun, because when I went to Cape Town, South Africa, I met him. He came up to me and we chatted because he was bitching about how uh, he, he does Google Alerts and sees mine. I do Google Alerts and see his. And it, was, it was kind of fun, but he, he and I look nothing alike. He's a huge, he's a huge dude. As a rugby player, he probably has to yeah. be. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't, you know, I expected him to be like taller than me, like football players and stuff, right. but he was shorter than me, but he was like five was feet stout. wide. Yeah, I, was like, I was like the guy who was twice my width, and I just kind of looked at him. I was like, God damn, that's a big guy. And, uh, but, you know, I, like, I've been doing comics a long time, and I've had some of the most amazing experiences in the world. I've been to 70-some countries and, uh, you know, had a good life. Love comics. And any last words you'd like to tell our listeners? Um, try something new, you know? I mean, I, 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 I recommend people just pick up something new. Support independent creators, you know? I mean, Marvel and DC, Disney and Warner Brothers, they don't really need your money, you know what I mean? <laughs> so try to find something from an independent creator that you can support. I'm not saying ask me me, but uh, try try something new. You never know what you might like. Cool. Thank you for your time, Matt. Thank you. An Englishman in San Diego at Silicon Valley Comic Con 2018.